Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono. 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 Santa Claus. I want to hear shit about Santa Claus. I'm the only Santa Claus around here. Keep acting up and see what your Christmas look like. Hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. What up, y'all? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. I'm Hadia Robinson. Um, yeah, it's um almost Christmas, guys. I'm all I'm acting excited. I really don't care, but it is something special about a good little Christmas mix. What? Because there's certain songs you have to hear at Christmas. I don't care, like, where y'all at. Somebody has got to come with the Christmas mix, and it's got to be these specific songs on Christmas, or your Christmas is whack, period, point blank. You have to have, You, I mean, if you are not celebrating Christmas, it's Donny, if Donnie Hathaway is not playing overhead while your grandmama and them is in the kitchen, hooking it up, your aunties is arguing, what? Come on. Your cousin trying to ask for some money. Your uncle coming by with his new girlfriend that don't nobody like. <sighs> and as we trim the tree, how much fun is gonna be? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Right, if y'all mad sophisticated, y'all gotta have chestnuts roasting on an open. But it has to be Nat King Cole. Don't come up in here with none of this Bing Crosby. I don't want to hear none of that Frank Sinatra. No, it has to be Nat King Cole. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> right, it it has to right and, or you know what i'm saying if you by yourself you ain't got nobody this year what do the lonely do at christmas oh, although although that's not that's specifically when you by yourself don't play that that's not for people with families it's a that song is pretty moany right for the people that don't know i don't know what kind of life you live in but that's the emotions what do the lonely do at christmas and yeah, that song is a little moany, it's a little, little breathy. Yeah, that's not something you really want to have with your grandmama in the house. That's not for that's for the single people. You call somebody that's playing in the background. You know, you got your little yeah. Hey, um, what you doing? Uh, it's so cold outside. <laughs> right? Or if you really in your feelings, last night. <laughs> It's been another lonely Christmas, darling, darling, you should have been there. Now, if you don't know who that is, I mean, <laughs> minus my vocal travesty, like I'm not sitting up here trying to act like I'm giving y'all straight vocals, but <clears throat> if you don't know that, you are the only one that I care for. Turn up. Turn up. Right? If you don't know that, I just really feel sorry for your upbringing and, like, the people that you had around. You ain't have no funky-ass auntie. You ain't have nobody in your life that could really put you on to Prince. Another Lonely Christmas? Okay. But if you know it's all about family, then you got to have... Um, so... I cannot get down that low, but I swear to God, that is my favorite part of the song. <laughs> Sing heavenly hoop. Sing Christ, Christ the Savior, his bone. Oh, oh, yes, he is. Christ. <laughs> Oh, oh God. I'm sorry. Temptation Silent Night. You gotta have it. You have to have Let It Snow. Let it snow. Outside is cold. But the fire is blazing. So <laughs> yo, let it snow. Come on, boys to me and did the harmonies. What? 
the lady. They did that, lady. Okay, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give y'all too many more than vocals. And then all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, Mariah. Yes, it is officially Christmas when you hear Mariah's "All I Want for Christmas." Stevie Wonder, that's what Christmas means to me, my love, y'all. Okay, 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 okay. My bad, my bad. But officially, those are some of the songs. I saw "Mommy Kissing Santa Claus." That's that's a cute little song. I felt like he was snitching, you know. Yeah. Maybe mommy was trying to get you that PlayStation, but you want to run. Talk about, oh, I seen mommy kissing Santa Claus. Okay, then. Well, you enjoy them socks, bitch, because I was trying to upgrade your Christmas. Santa said I had to sit on his lap, give him a little tongue. But here you go. I'm trying to do my part. I'm trying to be a good mother. But you want to be out here snitching in the streets, running to your grandmama and shit, want to run to your uncles and your aunties and shit, and they run them. Okay. So enjoy them socks. Enjoy them socks. Enjoy this bowl of oatmeal. I was trying to upgrade your Christmas, but I see that's not the life you want to live. So it is what it is. But I do like that little song. Merry Christmas, baby. Hey, that's like, mmm. I don't know all the words, but it's like, mmm, mmm, mmm. That's like cool throwback. Um, but yeah, hey. Merry Christmas, everybody. I, I like just got out of breath for something I'm not even really excited about, but I do do absolutely love the Christmas songs. Good times, but I'm not like one of those nut jobs. It's Merry Christmas. Oh, it's a war on Christmas. No, it ain't, bitch. Oh. Anyway, um, welcome back to another episode. This is going to be the black, official black ass Christmas episode. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I just don't want to talk about this bullshit in the news. I just I don't want to talk about the electoral college and how they officially let down the entire universe. So if you know somebody that is one of the electoral voters, please punch them in their fucking face for me. Because like, what is the point of the electoral college if not to be some type of like they they have this latent vote. I'm thinking to just kind of assess everything that happened. Like it's that kind of like, okay, we saw how y'all voted. We saw this. We've really been assessing the response. Let's try to then make our decision and uh, based on all these things. Right. So, so Hillary has won a popular vote by, by 3 million votes. Right. Um, Donald Trump's Twitter is reason enough. He should be like reason enough. He should never be president of anything, not even of his own businesses, not even a class president, not even like El Presidente. Like he shouldn't even be president of a fantasy football league. I don't need him to be in charge of nothing. He is such a soft ass bitch. He is soft. And like, how, how can you have someone with this fragile of a temperament to be in charge of adult things you get what i'm saying like he has a temperament of a child of a 12 year old little girl like if you if a little girl put on a dress and was like do you like my dress and you was like no nah, i don't think it's <gasps> and then she was just fucking fall out and faint and cry that's donald trump he's a 12 year old little girl in a dress that you say you don't like and then he loses his whole last mind but instead of just wanting to run and hit you and slap at you he's gonna probably send nukes to sh to destroy everything right but these stupid ass electoral college assholes act I, is beyond me it is, it is, it has no, it makes no sense that this is where we are. It feels like Rome before it was destroyed. I feel like that's where we are right now. We are where Rome was right before it all came crashing down. Because that, I just don't see how, I, my brain can't envision what this next four years is going to look like with somebody that stupid in the top spot. 
not even just that dumb, that dumb, that, um, that um greedy that um that conniving that um that petty that that bitchy I, I don't know i don't know but the inauguration is coming up in january and i have no intention of going and or participating and or being interested and or even watching it I'm gonna be honest 20 2008 come on you already know was I was there I was in DC this was what monumental I was it was probably about <laughs> negative 19 degrees I can't even tell you how cold it was but when I tell you it was bleeding cold DC was bleeding cold in 2008 but there was such a sea of people such an energy of goodness there right now of course the nut jobs and the nutty nutbacks and shit in mississippi and in the mountains of the appalachians who can't even afford to go nowhere anyway right they was of course in their feelings them dumbasses in texas and arizona they was of course you know going through what they was going through but the rest of us the rest of humanity, the rest of the people with some good sense, right? Oh my God, it was, it was magical. That's the word I'm looking for. And I'm not even exaggerating. It was, it was absolutely magical. 2008, when Barack was inaugurated, if to be on the lawn, we was on the lawn. I was not too far from the Washington Monument. Right. So, I mean, I at a certain point, I was actually standing on Washington Monument, but it's an ocean of people. Right. So you see how far that is from the actual White House where they get sworn in or whatever. Like I'm far back, but it is an ocean of people and we cheering and fucking crying and people hugging and sharing hand mittens. And it was and then after it was done and people just started like hugging each other and like looking around like, what, what are we going to do next? Like everything's better now. <laughs> of course, <laughs> hindsight wasn't shit better, but you know, it just felt, it felt hopeful. It felt energetic. It felt like, oh, yes, right. It just felt like the ancestors was just there. Like oh, all that time we was fighting. Yes. Right. Boom. So I don't even, I just started walking out and I remember walking to a sh coffee shop. I ended up in a coffee shop trying to get warm. Everybody in there um, just buying cookies and talking and chatting. It was just like people talking to you. You didn't even know them. Like you trying to get over. I remember trying to walk over something. Somebody just reaching their hand and helping me up. Like that was the energy around 2000 2008 inauguration legit like somebody just was helping me and like i got over and i helped somebody i'm like yes this is the future of america we're reaching and helping and reaching back right just excited go to the coffee shop warm up a little bit um so I, and I don't know DC like that. I'm just kind of meandering around. I ran into my homeboy who was there shooting video. We shot, I shot some video with him like, yo, oh my God, we got a black president in America. Oh, greatest place on earth. Right, hindsight, you know. But anyway, in that moment, that's how I felt. So end up walking down this long trail. I don't even know where, I still don't know where I was going. But I end up coming out onto a street and I just saw a bunch of people on the street and I'm like okay what's going on with this and then it was like a parade procession and I legit just kind of wandered into it and next thing you know here come Barack and Michelle's I don't I don't remember if I asked somebody but I, just, I something told me to stay there or maybe somebody told me to stay there so I stayed and then there come here come their car and I just remember at a certain point the car stopped and I'm like, what is happening? And he got out of the car and my whole, everything in my soul was like, Lord, please don't let something crazy happen. Because I don't, 
I don't know that I would recover emotionally, mentally, you know, to be up in such a high. And then like, I feel like it's probably people who saw Kennedy get assassinated and probably was still messed up to this day. Like they still ain't right. And I was just like, I don't want to have this. I don't want to see it. Number one, number two, I don't want to be caught in the aftermath of the chaos here. I don't, number three, I don't want to be a part of this country anymore. If you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the next step after some shit like that happened? You don't just go home. You start tearing shit up. But what are you tearing up? It's just like madness. I did not want to be caught in the madness of, of a, of a situation like that. But you know, he got out the car like, and what, who going to check me, boo? I was like, I was scared, but I was like, yeah. And then Michelle got out the car and they was just walking. And I think it was music playing. I don't even know where the music came from. It was like a Disney movie or something. I don't know. I just remember it was music playing. And then they was walking and waving and I'm like, ah, and I'm losing my whole ass mind. Right. But that was my 2008 inauguration experience. And it was like, I was so happy I went. When, once he got the nomination, and no, once it was like in November when he won, I was like, whoop, let me start organizing this right now. So it was like something I had to go to. Boom. Did it. It was amazing. 2012, I was still happy. I was like, whoo. But I think 2012, it was more of a relief that he won as opposed to the excitement of, yeah, yeah, Barack won. It was just more of the fuck Mitt Romney I'm about to call him Mick Mick Romney um but yeah like forget that dude no it's got to be Barack boom it was Barack I didn't go but I still got my life like I was there in spirit in the spirit of it I was there but it was still an excitement for him for first lady you know that kind of thing like oh yeah did it again back to back pistons ah right I have none of those feelings right now. <laughs> like I have zero interest. Like zero. Right. So being a woman, if Hillary would have won, I don't I don't even know that I would have been like, yo, I gotta go. Yes, come on through, Hillary. No. It, this was definitely a desperation um vote for in my eyes. My my Hillary vote was out of desperation. It wasn't out of, oh my God, I've been waiting to vote for Hillary my whole life. No, it was absolutely this this orange dude, this orange annihilator cannot win. Period. That was just my thought. That was my thinking. That was my stance. I didn't care. We can't let this orange piece of shit win, right? So not to say, you know, so basically like even if Hillary wouldn't have won, I would have won. I wouldn't have like hightailed it down to D.C. to be a part of that. But because she didn't win, I'm definitely I don't even want to turn on the TV to watch it. I don't even want to. No, thanks. No, thanks. Just no interest in it. Y'all can have it. And here's the thing. Clearly, nobody else wants to see him. (laughs) So, you know, inauguration is about having the performances, you know, the famous performance of like um, Mahalia Jackson years and years ago, Aretha Franklin singing, Maya Angelou reading her poem. Yo, Donald Trump can't get nobody to go to this inauguration. (laughs) And of course, him being the bitch he is, hopped on Twitter, his favorite space to get all his feelings and emotions out. God. So he got on Twitter and tweeted, the so-called A-list celebrities are all wanting tickets to the inauguration, but look what they did for Hillary. Nothing. I want the people. First, <coughs> first of all, bitch, anybody that's gone, first of all, for him to even get on Twitter and say something about this, lets you know that it's the complete opposite of this bullshit. He just wrote. And then so-called a list. No bitch. It's a list. Don't even try it. The people that are snubbing the fuck out of you. And then he's like, Oh, they're asking for tickets. Who, if they're a list, it don't take shit for get for them to get tickets. If they wanted tickets and the fact that you can't get nobody to come to this raggedy shit, you would be giving them tickets like nobody's begging you that has been the staple of his whole 
run for presidency and the the last few weeks of him being president of elect of this bullshit he just says shit no facts nothing even it don't even sound real when he say it but but he just fucking says shit and then people start repeating it like it's fact sir if people wanted tickets to your little bullshit event then they would be getting tickets and you wouldn't have to be on twitter ain't nobody dumb old sensitive ass sit your bitch ass down so-called a-list celebrities and he let me tell you something I don't, I hate to see a grown ass man, number one on Twitter being a bitch, but number two, it's so unfair. Who the fuck are you talking to? What are you talking, shut your ass up, bitch. It's so unfair. What? I can't even, just the fact. And then some of y'all hoes out here talking about something, give him a chance to do what, bitch? I'm okay, I'm not gonna go back down that road. Okay, let's stay on, let's stay on task. So boom. You know, in, in Donald Trump's eyes, he, he has all these celebrities that are trying to come to his inauguration and perform, but he is saying, I'm good. No, thanks. I don't need you at this event, or I'll have my people call your people, but right now, yeah, okay, Trump. So here are some of the people who snubbed him. And first of all, this list is hysterical because I don't even know how some of these people got on the list and what they would be doing there but okay so elton john no and <laughs> first of all i love his response was like um i'm british me and his politics ain't nothing alike and he was like get ted fucking nugent <laughs> Yeah, get Ted Nugent, bitch. Get him to to sing at your little bullshit-ass KKK rally because that's all it's going to be. I don't give a fuck what you say. That shit is going to be a KKK rally. Matter of fact, the KKK is going to be there, and y'all going to do a little dance around the fire offbeat to some Taylor Swift or whatever KKK people listen to. But he was just like, nah, I'm good. And what's so funny about the John, um, the Elton John thing is that Somebody from Trump's transition team put it out there like it was going down. And once again, saying shit, no facts, not even realistic statements, but he said it. So this guy, Anthony Scarmucci, Scarmucci, who cares? Anthony, some dude on a whole ass transition team. This will be the first American president in U.S. history that enters the White House with a pro-gay rights stance. Bruh. Did you? So here's the thing. He is surrounding himself with people who are not for gay rights. So the fact that he's pro-gay rights don't mean shit because he's surrounded by people. His his fucking vice president is not even pro-gay rights. So what are you talking about? What does that even mean? Why would I even want, if I was a gay performer, if I was somebody who stood for gay rights, I would not dare align myself. Have a, what, would, what would he and I have to talk about? Nothing. Because at the end of the day, he don't believe in what I'm fighting for. So he and I don't have shit to discuss. Period. The first, this will be the first American press. Shut those, shut your dumb ass up. The first, so you're saying Barack, who actually moved and passed gay rights and passed gay marriage. You're saying that Donald Trump is more pro-gay rights than that? Get the fuck out of here, sir. Get, get the fuck out. That's why, I, I mean, it's almost at the point you can't watch the news. You can't read these newspapers because people just say shit and nobody is challenging. Like, I need people to come with the, the challenge. Uh, Actually, back in 2004, you said, back in an interview, blah, 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 we're talking about news entities that have the access to every news clip interview in history. And you telling me you just letting these people say bullshit and y'all not even... Go, at least put in quotes, actually, um, blah, 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 whatever. Like, anyway, so um, Elton John was just like, no, <laughs> um, get one of your fucking country stars. Ted Nugent's or one of your country stars. I know that's right. They'll do it for you. Right. But clearly they won't because Garth Brooks was like, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> um i'm good um who else i i adina menzel you know the frozen chick 
she was like, um, uh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> no, she's like, nope, it's karma, baby. I'm good. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> she said, um, the fact that he can't get anybody is just his karma. And I agree with that. Like, no, you have alienated most. First of all, once you go, once you go against gay rights, you, do you realize how much of the industry and artists are gay who, you know what I'm saying? If they're not specifically gay, their close friends are gay. This is just, you know what I mean? So for you to be against gay rights, surround yourself with people who are against gay rights, but then want to go back to that community where a lot of people in that community are gay and then think people going to be jumping up to be a part of your party, man, fuck your party. We don't care i'm looking i i hope somebody throws some live ass shit that no you know that just get takes people completely away from it you know what i'm saying like the only way i want to hear about the inauguration is if if somebody agrees to perform but then they go and fuck it all up and that's all people is talking about on the news like that would give me joy other than that i have no interest in it ice tea yo i don't know let me tell you no shade to iced tea, but when you are trying to tap iced tea for the inauguration, <laughs> to perform what? Power. <laughs> I'm your pusher. <laughs> Yo, what? What? Is, <laughs> he just gonna get up there <laughs> do a scene from svu like what is i think <laughs> no, this ain't shade but i'm just like <laughs> john legend was like um no he said creative people tend to reject bigotry and hate come on through john legend so you won't get him uh howling at your damn event hey, damn, hey, hey. i like john legend but he do be kind of like weirdly howling you know what i'm saying like no shade to john <laughs> Why? i'm sorry i need to somebody told me i need to stop saying no shade because i'm shady as fuck but you know what i'm saying I'm just like it's kind of howly like i I fucked with the first album. Shit. The second album too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's kind of howly. So no, you won't be getting any howling from him. Um, he said, I feel like it's dangerous for us to come to be complacent. It's dangerous for us to think it couldn't happen to us. Like it happened to Germany in the thirties and forties. Trump is saying Hitler level things in public. The world and America have done some atro atrocious things in the past and we could do it again. If we had the wrong leadership and if people of conscience don't speak up, come on through John legend. That's real. Um, some group called the chain smokers. They look like they're electronic group or whatever their pop edm again what 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 would they do there they would what like america the beautiful but in all beats adam lambert again gayed in a mug why do you think he would come to your event and do anything like no he said i don't think i would take the money on that one <laughs> i don't think i'd be endorsing that that might they might struggle so yeah um david foster um yeah to Come play piano, I guess. I don't know. He's from Canada, so I don't get it. Um, the Dixie Chicks, like, bruh. After everything y'all said and did to the Dixie Chicks, no. Motley Crue, very surprised by this. But, okay, come on through, Motley Crue. They was like, no. Some dude made the, oh, some group called the 1975, which I don't know how that's a group name, but white people, y'all do a lot with your groups. It's like, um, sardine mouse traps. Like y'all be, but the shit be popping. Right. So I ain't, you know, I'm not judging, but I don't know where y'all be getting. I feel like a lot of these white groups, they put, they do one of those, like, you know, use the first letter of your last name and then, you know, coordinate it with your birth month. And then somehow it's like fish sticks heaven. And then that's they group. <laughs> Uh, Zara Lawson, don't know who that is. Andre, Andre 
Bocelli. God, Andre Bocelli. Yeah, that's I'm saying it wrong. I was looking at it. I know the name. I know the face. But once I started, tried to say it, my public school, it just interfered with the whole thing. I was like, okay, E before A, carry the C. <laughs> Andre Bocelli said no. But I did read that the Rockettes can't wait to perform. Get the fuck out of here, Rockettes. That's why I'm not coming down to Radio City Music Hall. That's why I'm not putting no money up for y'all. And then they're talking about, we can't wait. But let me tell you what I do recognize and what I do see coming, and I'm just putting this out there. That all these, remember the safety pin motherfuckers? All the safety pinners, they're going to put a safety pin on their shirt to stand up and let you know that they are not standing with bigotry and boom, boom, boom. Some of these slowly but surely, motherfuckers gonna start taking off their safety pins, and all that safety pin shit is gonna go out the window. There's gonna become a there's gonna going to be a normalizing of this bullshit. It's going to be a oh well, come on guys, it's, it can't be that. We just have to we just have to understand. And then next thing you know, everything that everybody has been talking about, complaining about, trying to fight for is gonna be. Then you're going to be. Why are you being so? It's not that bad. I mean, come on. Yeah, they burn crosses, but did they burn a cross in front of you? I mean, yeah, I mean, they've killed people in the past, but did they kill anybody you know, right? And then slowly but surely, it's all going to become normal. And it's going to be nothing to be in a, in a store with some fat white lady cussing out a Latino chick for no reason. And then everybody fucking standing there and not saying shit. White people get your white people. So um, it was at a JCPenney's in um, Tennessee, Louisville, Tennessee, where some fat, racist, filthy bitch went off on this latino woman now the latino woman is checking out it's a line of people trying to check out her friend come up and drop some extra stuff to check out who doesn't dude i everybody effing does that it's a part of the process if you shopping with somebody and you forget something your friend will dash back go grab whatever you forgot bring it to the cash register right before it's time for you to check out or your friend is like go ahead and get in the line i'm gonna grab a few extra things when your ass get up to the cash register she walk right up there either hop in front of you she either give you the money for that checkout or she just go check out after your ass check out that's just what it is that's how it works it's it's you know, some people do it. Some people are like, no, I'm good. I don't want to be disrespectful. Or do you mind if, but at the end of the day, that is a part of the fucking shopping process. So some Latino, a Latino woman was at the mall with her home girl. Her home girl brought some stuff late and tried to check out with her. And the, this um, racist bitch behind her went off. Yeah, go back to your fucking country and duh. just going all off and you're cutting the line and you're probably on welfare. Bitch, you don't know they life. They up in the mall. They getting their motherfucking shop on. Bitch, for all, your ass could be on motherfucking food stamps, hoe. If you got some, fa you in fucking Kentucky, bitch. If somebody in your family is on food stamps. Like, let's not get it twisted. White people, y'all are the most on food stamps. Like, statistically, st stats, facts, right? Figures, research. Y'all are on food stamps, okay? Y'all motherfuckers is the ones draining the system of free food and with your, met, with your goddamn EBT card and your Eat Well card or whatever they call them across this country. That's y'all ass, okay? So the fact that you just tried to call out this woman who's just trying to get her shop on doing and her homegirl doing what everybody else did, do every holiday season, bitch, you got some nerves. But what really killed me is when she came with the, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm just saying, you ain't sorry. No, you're not sorry. What you are is trying to stunt. You're trying to be loud. You're trying to draw some attention. You're trying to play me out. But what's really going to make you sorry? If I turn around and punch you and rock your jaw, that's when you're going to be sorry, right? When I knock like three of them bottom teeth loose in the back and you can't eat shit for, th for Christmas dinner, that's when you're going to be sorry. Yep, when your whole side of your face is black and blue and I done bruised all the, your eye socket, your, your jaw, like your cheekbone fucked up, that's when you're going to be sorry. When you can't hear nothing out your ear because my punch knocked your eardrum loose, that's when you're going to be sorry. But you ain't sorry right now, but you will be. You keep this shit up. But my question is, where was all the safety pins? Where was all the safety, right? The safety pin people, they, they wasn't there. I mean, somebody had to have a safety pin on. Did nobody have a safety pin in place of a button that fell off? Huh? 
nobody had a, a come on now nobody had like a safety pin holding their pants together nobody had a safety pin because their gut was too big and, and they couldn't button their pants up no more so they had to button put the safety pin around the buckle and then through the loop where the button you know what i'm saying like nobody was in there with a safety pin yeah so fuck y'all safety pin that don't that safety pin shit is dumb okay we people need to stand up all those people that set their ass right there that stood there and allowed this to happen where you know where these supposedly decent americans that's what be killing me people especially you red state motherfuckers love to act like y'all are better than the rest of america and y'all supposed to be wholesome and this is where the real americans are and y'all care about family and y'all care about this but y'all don't care about somebody harassing somebody in a damn store regardless of who what her background is y'all don't care about that y'all don't have no feelings about that this mall should not just ban this woman. It should ban all every last one of y'all bitches that stood there. And the one lady with the dark hair who in the video who hold her gift up to her face and turn around like, damn, that's crazy. But you ain't want to say something. You somebody fucking grandmama. But let somebody do that to your daughter, bitch. Then you're going to be upset. Or let that woman, that those two Latino women, turn around and straight jump that, jump this fat bitch. Then I... You gonna jump in then? Oh, now all of a sudden you found your safety pin, huh? Okay, yeah, okay. I'm just saying, like this is what I am. This is what I see coming. This is what I see becoming the norm, especially the more people, those people that stood by and didn't say shit, normalize this rant. Normalize people feeling like they can just say whatever the fuck they want to say to people. That shit is not normal. That shit is not cool, and that shit should not happen. And it, and the people who sit there and sit sit back and allow it to happen are a part of the fucking problem. They are. But shout out to the mall. Supposedly the mall is banning this woman for life. She can't come back, which I think is great, right? But then I saw, <laughs> it's always that little thing that make your ears poke up. They're like, this woman is banned. She can't come back to the mall. We just have to identify her. Do you? You have to identify? Okay, well, this is how you identify her. You give a picture of her to every store in that mall you put her picture up on posters throughout the mall and when she tries to check out and she gets to the door or she gets to the cash register you know people will look at the picture look at her and say oh i'm sorry ma'am i can't accept your cash here thank you so much security and have her ass escorted out of the mall that's how you do that. It's really not that hard. I've been to stores where they have people holding up some lettuce or holding up a piece of uh, a pack of steak or a pack of Lunchables or some shit they tried to steal and they making that sad ass face and that shit be right behind the cash register. So it's not that hard. I mean, everybody in the whole ass United States of America has seen this woman's fat ass face. So it's not... It should be rather easy. So this whole, when we identify her, no, bitch, you have her identified. You just need to be diligent and make sure her stinking ass don't come back to the, to the mall. And that's period, point blank. But anyway, speaking of normalizing some bullshit, um, A&E has a new show that's coming out. And I don't know if you've seen it, but A&E has decided to do a series on growing up KKK. Yep. So it's just so tiring. It really is damn tiring. Um, sorry, I gotta look it up real quick. I type. I just realized I type hard as hell. Um, so A and E. I just ran across this the other day. Um, but it's a documentary series that A&E is doing, Generation KKK. And this whole documentary series is them following this whole KKK family. And um, um, they are members of the North Mississippi White Knights. And, you know, some of them, there's, and I guess all they KKK friends and some bullshit, right? So my problem is, is that, we this does not need to be a show you're doing this documentary are you paying them 
Are you paying these people to follow them around and do a documentary series on them being a hate group and wanting to murder and kill everybody else? Is that because I have a problem with that? I don't feel like you are. This isn't television. You are now enabling a hate group. You are enabling a terrorist group. Right. And you're normalizing them. I don't want to see these fuck ass niggas with their kids bouncing around and taking them to school. And then I'm supposed to be watching this and feel what? Oh, they're just like everybody else. That's what they're doing. That's what this show is doing. It's, it's highlighting them. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they hate people and they be, you know, trying to drag people from their trucks. But they make cookies. I don't give a fuck about these KKK cookies, bitch. This should not be a damn show on TV, period period this is a hate group this ain't no goddamn uh making a band bitch this ain't fucking um this ain't real housewives of mississippi this is a hate group this is a murderous group how much other shit are they doing i mean how much other shit are y'all gonna document when they go and harass somebody are you gonna document when they go and set somebody's house on fire what does it matter if none of these hoes is getting arrested they just have an opportunity to be on tv talking about how much they hate everybody but i also bake bread what this is where it starts. This is where the whole thing starts to crumble. When people are okay, right? That's exactly what Trump's whole fucking um, race to the White House was about. Yeah, I mean, it's some crazy people there, but I'm not like that. No, bitch, but you there. So you are a part of that bullshit, period. You don't get to, you don't get to separate yourself from this bullshit that's happening like, oh, but I'm not like that. Obviously, you are. Obviously, this is a part of what you think is cool and okay, or this is something that you're willing to overlook to get your end results. And that's not cool. You can't be up in a spot and they yelling, kill that nigga, kill that nigga. But you talk about something. Yeah, but I wasn't yelling it either. Okay, but bitch, you was there. You kept going back. There was some shit you did cheer for. You buddy and chummying up with this motherfucker that's yelling kill niggas. So obviously you don't have a problem with the shit. Obviously this is some shit you are okay to align yourself with. As long as you getting something like as long as you feel like you're getting something that you want. Which I don't know what the fuck you think you you going to get out of Donald fucking Trump. Are y'all? Anyway, 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 anyway. Right. So Generation KKK began taking shape a year and a half ago. Right. And this is um, supposedly, you know, not too long before the whole campaign, you know, the Trump campaign and the KKK bullshit and his whole, you know, unearthing the scum of the earth, unearthing these fucking pond scum ass, you know, people and shit. And this is what kills me. These people you know, these white nationalists slash KKK terrorists who have this idea that it is white genocide. Do y'all, okay, this is what I need white people and KKK people. Start learning the words that you're trying to use, okay? Because genocide means something completely different than what the fuck y'all trying to use it for, right? Okay, so this idea that, okay, um like white genocide would be if white people were round up and murdered it would be if their all the white shows on tv were immediately canceled all of every all of whiteness was completely done away with that's that would be considered genocide if it was like oh you white your mama white you regular white just regular everyday white okay get in the truck and and went all through Mississippi, rounded y'all broke motherfuckers up, put y'all in the truck, and then took y'all somewhere and burned y'all in a goddamn oven. That took y'all somewhere and in front of a firing squad and just shot y'all to death. Took y'all somewhere and put made y'all slaves or put y'all in jail so then you would have to work for what is nowadays considered slave labor, being in the jails and working this bullshit and yeah. That would be considered white genocide. But the fact that other races in this country want to be recognized, want to have their own culture, want to be able to live and be respected as Asians, as black, as Native American, that that ain't got that is in no way white genocide, bitch. Okay. 
So stop using the fucking term white genocide. That's some bullshit. Okay, stop it. That shit is over the top. It's too much, and it doesn't reflect what the fuck is really going on. So, you know, it's just like why we certainly didn't want to show the show to seem as a platform for views of the KKK. This is the general manager of A&E. Um, the only political agenda is that we really do stand against hate. Fuck you, Andy. You don't. You don't. Unless this show is to uncover KKK members, get them arrested and thrown in prison, bitch, then you don't stand against hate. Unless this show is specifically to either get K to inform KKK, get them not to be KKK members, find a way to bridge the gap between KKK and reality, then bitch, you do stand with hate. Like... Once again, saying some shit, having no actual facts to 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 back it up, or all of the facts completely going against the statement and the point you're trying to make. You can't say you stand against hate, but you are platforming some fucking KKK members. It you can't do that. So the series follows the imperial wizard of this fucking KKK group, the Grand Nighthawk, which. This old Dungeon and Dragon ass niggas. This shit is so dumb. Um, the um, another Grand Dragon. All these different Grand Dragons from these different fucking um KKK groups around in Mississippi and um, just around Mississippi and Georgia. Okay. So the number of independent clan chapters in the U.S. right now grew from seventy two to one hundred and ninety in between twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen. Right. Um, the membership is 3,000 and another law center uh, figures that is the membership is between 5,000 and 8,000. You know what's so fucked up about this is that they slaughtered the Black Panthers. Slaught. Like just, n there's not any place you can look in the Constitution or any other documentation that can support what this country did to the to the fucking Black Panthers. Period. Right. This is a group that was feeding kids lunches and having an after school program that was trying to feed the hungry in their neighborhood, educate the people in their neighborhood. Free lunches. Slaughtered, murdered, framed, thrown in jail, thrown completely thrown away. But these motherfucking white ass crackers down in fucking Mississippi get a TV show? Fuck you, and Fuck you, A and E. Fuck y'all. All right. Um. So, <sighs> I just need to get that off my chest. I feel so much better. Woo! Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you guys have a wonderful, safe, joyous holiday with family and friends. Uh, I pray that your auntie that can't cook does not cook. Just saved everybody the trouble, trouble of eating her bullshit-ass food. Um, I'm hoping that whatever family members you got in jail are coming home this year, or maybe this is the first year they coming back from jail and you get to spend it with them for Christmas. That's a beautiful thing. Um... Any wedding proposals, congratulations, any announcements that somebody is having a baby that is of a good age to have a baby and not 14 and 12 having a baby, congratulations. Um, shout out to all the people that's going to get so fucking drunk this Christmas and finally resolve whatever issues they had in their family. Yes, you know, it might not be the perfect time, but, you know, it's always a good time to get some shit off your chest, especially if it's something that the whole family has been avoiding but need to be talked about. Then, you know, blessings on y'all for that. Um, shout out to people that ain't going to make shit but going to take mad plates home and shit. Uh, you know, prayers and, you know, sending prayers of strength to all the people that's going to spend thanks spend Christmas with a new booze family because whoo stressful unless you know he come from a good stock of people who who are welcoming and open hopefully y'all ain't had a lot of bullshit going in y'all past so you could be there and you ain't got people looking at you like mm -hmm. 
ain't that the little girl? <laughs> That's your auntie. Wait a minute. Ain't that that little boy that put his hands on you that time? Uh-uh. Right? But like a family that's like, hey, how you doing, baby? I don't heard so much about you. Big hug, you know, big mama coming, giving you a big hug, letting you bring something to the house. And people are like, all right, this girl can cook. Even though your food might be nasty, they still trying to show you some love. Like, yeah, okay. Junior, you better take care of this one, right? Okay. Um, Shout out all the chicks that still trying to show up at their ex's family house all the dudes that's trying to show up like because you still got a relationship with the mama or the daddy get your ass up out of here I, it's over we not about to be together i don't want you no more i don't care what my mama say me and you ain't never getting married leave me alone so um you know i'm just praying that y'all get y'all shit together and finally let go of this family because you ain't gonna be a part of it and all you doing is adding stress and strife into this situation because you want to show up talk about something mm -hmm. well she liked the way that i make my macaroni and cheese so i just decided i was gonna bring mama don't call look let me tell you something okay this is some rude ass shit and people do it if you the ex, don't show up at the house talking about some, hey, mom, mom, bitch, no, that ain't your mama. Get out of here. You got a mama. Go home. If you don't got a mama, go get a new chick and go be with her mama. Damn. Anyway, so, you know, um, make sure you get into the, some of the Christmas songs that I uh, got y'all up on deck earlier in the episode. And um, if I miss some, I know I miss some, but if I miss some really good ones, right, um, I know Santa Claus is coming at town. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, so I feel like I fulfilled my quota of black ass Christmas songs. But if I miss some, you know, let me know. I miss some of them good ass black ass black ass Christmas songs. Um. And everybody be safe, man. This is that time of year to get close to family and friends. And if you know somebody who is alone this Christmas, reach out. Give them a call. Let them know you're thinking about them. Invite them to the house. You know, unless they're a piece of shit and they're alone for a reason. But if they are somebody that's in your life and you care about them and, you feel, and you're and you not sure what they're doing for this holiday, give them a call. You never know. You might save somebody this Christmas by inviting them to the house. You know, give them a, giving them a meal, giving them a reason to... Um, keep their head up and move forward to 2017 and whatever bullshit that's gonna bring but uh that concludes the episode man thank y'all so much for listening you can go to uh hrcomedy.com you can of course follow me across all social media but you can go to the podcast section and subscribe to black ass podcast follow it on twitter as well as facebook thank you guys so much have a safe holiday and i'm out peace